The following is a podcast from St. George's Episcopal Church in Arlington, Virginia. We invite you to support the ministries of St. George's Church through a one-time or reoccurring donation. To give, visit our webpage, www.stgeorgeschurch.org. The word saint is spelled in full. St. George's is a vibrant and inclusive community that is committed to loving God, serving others, and changing the world. speak to you in the name of God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. The title of this sermon is Not Just Dust. Not Just Dust. Today is the day to get dusty, and I do not mean unkept, unclean, or poorly dressed as Urban Dictionary defines dusty. I mean Ash Wednesday, the first of the 40 days of the season of Lent, named for the custom of placing blessed ashes on our foreheads. These ashes are a sign of penitence and a reminder of our mortality. But growing up, I never really liked Ash Wednesday. I remember going to church 
not on the regular day, sitting through not a regular service, and not at a regular time. I was not a fan of giving up this evening. And I did not really get the meaning of ashes. It was very confusing back then. I did not know what putting black gunk on my forehead symbolized. I did not understand the penitential season to come. I would agree to give up soda or TV for Lent, like my friends were doing, but I didn't really want to. See, I did not really understand the reason for self-examination and repentance. I recently heard a story about a pastor from a low church tradition where they do not have Ash Wednesday. He had read a lot about the meaning of ashes, how it is a way to get us closer to God through self-examination, how it is a way to start penitent prayer and fasting for 40 days, how it begins the season of Lent towards Good Friday, the crucifixion of Christ, and ultimately Easter. He had heard of the rich history of early church preparing themselves in a similar way for Easter, especially new believers getting baptized into their new way of life. So he got the church to do an Ash Wednesday service, which he was so thrilled about. During the service, when it was time for the imposition of ashes, the climactic and humbling moment of being reminded of one's mortality with the words, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. One of the parishioners came up to him, put ashes on his forehead, and said enthusiastically, Jesus loves you. He was deflated. It did not go anything like he thought it would. But I think there's something to what that sweet parishioner said as she imposed the ashes onto the pastor. There is a strong link between Jesus loves you and this penitential day. Before we understand the meaning of this day, we have to understand the way of love. This is true for most everything we do in the church because first comes the love of Christ. First comes the incarnation. God becoming man to see the way humanity does, to walk the way humanity did, to be up close and personal with our struggles, and finally to suffer the way some do and worse on the cross, to be humiliated and succumb to the powers that be, to taste death but overcome it, breaking the last chain tying humanity down, to give us through his work victory over our fears and failures, to save, to live saved and free. And that is what the Apostle Paul is working off of before he tells the Corinthians to be reconciled with God. First, God made Christ to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. In other words, God loves creation, therefore God came down to free us of sin. And this love is what calls us to be penitent, to look to the way we are treating ourselves and others. This is the basis for our penitence, 
Love that came down from God now permeates through us. It resides with us, and it, it resides in each of us. So when we fall short of this love, we're called back into that same love. This is the call to penitence, of looking inward, thinking about the love we reject to God, to ourselves, and to our neighbors. The way we have not upheld the love is given, given to us through God that loves us. Our litany today speaks to the core of this. It is not about giving up things, but being honest about the ways in which we hurt ourselves and hurt others. This starts with looking inward and then confessing where we have come up short. Lent is a time to think about the obstacles in our way on the, on the path to love. It is not a, just about refusing to indulge in things. It is finding ways to deepen our relationship with God, others, and even loving ourselves. That can mean less soda and no TV, like I did growing up, if it brings us closer to loving God, others, and ourselves. But it can also be a discipline, prayer practices, taking something on rather than giving something up, doing something for self-care. There is no one answer because it begins with self-examination. And in the text, the Apostle Paul assures us that this is not works-based salvation. We are not penitent to earn salvation. No, this is the free gift of grace from God. Nothing we can do makes up for the love we are given. What we are called to do is to be in right relationship with that love, not to accept it in vain through all the good and bad in our lives. Likewise, Ash Wednesday is not to make us feel bad. Lent is not meant for us to feel defeated by not giving up, by not living up to our new devotions and practices that we implement. It is to recognize our shortcomings in relationship to God and the world. It is a specific time to reconcile with God and with each other through confession and redevote ourselves to the way of love. It is also remembering our mortality, which can be uncomfortable. Yet it is another reminder of our limited time to walk the way of love here on this earth. It is humbling and motivating at the same time. We are reminded that our days are numbered here, but eternal life is assured. So we are fearlessly called back into that love that flows from God so that we can use our time here the right way. This is why the early Christians had such an intense 40-day period before Easter, because they were so deeply committed to the new life in Christ. They wanted to shed selfish, unloving, uncaring ways. This was a time for a rigorous initiation for the newly baptized as well as the whole church to participate in the renewal which happens through Christ. And that is why we have this fast today. That is why we remind ourselves with ashes of who we are and who we are called to be. So as you prepare to receive ashes with the words, 
remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Remember also that Jesus loves you. Amen.